Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? It came upon a midnight gin, that glorious gin of old. From angels abandoned near the earth to smoke a bowl. <laughs> How's that? Is that good? Is that talent? Is that fucking talent, kid? What's up, you chance? Danny Palmer, host of the Vanity Title Danny Palmer Show. Merry Christmas. This is coming out on Christmas Day. Isn't that crazy? You can release a podcast on Christmas Day. It seems like there should be some sort of law or like regulation. There should be some criteria that have to be fucking met. Okay? But no, you can just release it whenever you want. So if you're uh if you celebrate Christmas, hope you're having a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, happy fucking Hanukkah, all the fucking things. It does even if you don't have any beliefs in anything. Just, just enjoy that the days are getting longer after December twenty first, which is the winter solstice and the first day of winter. It's a whole space thing. I like space. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna, um, I was trying to think all week. I'm like, maybe I'll just write a fucking cute little essay about like Christmas in 2020, and I don't know, just like something kind of like touching and meaningful. And then I just like was too lazy to do that. So instead, I'm just going to tell a few stories, a few tales, if you will. But then at the end, if you want to skip forward to this and not listen to my bullshit, at the end, I'm going to read a couple Christmas poems and then sign off. What do you think about that, guys? I like poetry. It's important to read poetry. I started taking this modern poetry class through uh, Penn. Uh, It's through Coursera, and it's free. It's fucking great. You can take it basically year-round. They call it ModPo for short, ModPo. And then they have like slow po when it's the off season and then like the regular season is like the fall semester and they, it's fucking great. They have like YouTube seminars and they record everything and they have like office hours where you can talk to the professors and the other students and you can read their work and it's, it's pretty incredible. But uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't as disciplined as I wanted to be, but I do love poetry. They, the first two poets or among the first two poets that they focus on are Emily Dickinson and Walt Whitman which are both obviously, you know, insanely talented poets in their own way, especially Emily. I love her. Um, all right. That's a little prelude to something you'll see. Oh, you'll see. You'll see. It's funny. Like, uh, you know, obviously this year is a dumpster fire, but um, I, you know, when things, when life is normal, I do my black cat show on Friday nights at uh, Black Cat LES's coffee shop. It's a fucking lit fucking show. It's so fun. And I have this playlist that I made because basically when life is normal, I walk in there on a Friday at like 7.15 and it's just like this dead environment coffee shop. It's just like, you know, people are like reading and just very quiet and like slow jazz. And then I want to like turn the fuck up, dude. (laughs) So I immediately like turn all the music. I turn the music up on blast and I play this dope soundtrack and then I start talking loud and kind of clap my hands a little bit and like, like laughing and being like ramp, like rowdy. I try to get a little rowdy to change the atmosphere. But anyways, that, that playlist is lit and I miss doing that because you can't obviously perform comedy shows in small confined coffee shop spaces in New York and this, you know, ever since March. So basically now what I do is I play that playlist by myself in my apartment on Friday night with headphones on. So as not to annoy my neighbor. <laughs> 2020 version of fun. Okay. That's the thing that I read. There you go. Uh, my friend Corinne Fisher. She, uh, she hosts the guys we fucked podcast with Christina Hutchinson. She's, we've been friends for a long time and uh, we like to 
go at each other and just make fun of each other. So she told me that she was at a mall recently. And I was like, oh, wow, you're really cool at the mall. And she goes, oh, I mean, it's no drinking with 20-somethings in a one-bedroom apartment while I blast dance music from YouTube on my TV, implying that that's what I do, which is what I do. <laughs> Dude, it's fun. The, the age, whatever, with the ages. The, there's, all ages are welcome in my apartment during normal times. And I'm going to put on some fucking dope YouTube videos. You know what a good one is? That Wyclef Jean uh, young, no, sorry, Young Thugs Wyclef Jean. That fucking video is so dope, dude. And also, um, Hideaway by Kazia. I, I fuck, I should know how to say her name. I watch it over and over. K, it's like K S I E Z A. That shit's fucking dope as fuck. I think it's like all one shot. It's in Brooklyn. It's so cool. If you guys are ever looking for, and also, uh, Hung Up Madonna, killer. This guy basically like goes down on her in a club. You're like, whoa, that's very obscene. <laughs> I mean, she has jeans on, but you know what the deal is. You knew what this was, Madonna. Madonna, birthday, August 17th. I mean, August 16th. Okay, there you go. Those are two things that I said I was going to do. All right, pause for a drink of gin. And we're back. Uh, On Wednesday, I released an interview with my friend Peter Fowler. He's a comic. He's funny. He's like 22. And uh, it's just weird to have like 22-year-old friends. And we, we just sat here and I kind of interviewed him and... He just kind of like tried to like crack jokes. And I'm like, dude, just fucking chill, you fucking 22-year-old piece of shit. <laughs> no, Peter's great. I don't know why I brought that up. It's just uh, something. He's, he's a good guy. Listen to that shit. And when life is normal, his stand-up is killer, man. Um, Oh, my God. You guys, I have a fucking movie recommendation. I guess technically it's a documentary. I watched My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. Oh, my God. It is incredible. I was excuse me, I was a little reluctant to watch it at first because I'm like, is this octopus going to be like gross like with its tentacles and suckers and everything and just like wrapping around stuff and shooting out ink and just kind of creepy? But no, it's just this fascinating world and they're they're basically like, they're invertebrates, but I think they have the intelligence of lower primates and he builds this relationship with the octopus. I know it sounds crazy. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I think I'm going to put... A stake in the ground. I'm putting my foot down, Danny Palmer Show listeners, <laughs> and saying that My Octopus Teacher is the best movie of 2020. I guess technically it's a documentary. Whatever. The best film of 2020. I fucking love it. I guess documentaries are movies too. All right. So anyways, one of the things that the guy says the octopus teaches him, and it's a girl. It's a girl octopus. I I, I don't think he'd ever explained how he knows it's a girl octopus versus a boy. Like, the boy octopuses have like sick dicks, dude. <laughs> He said that she was teaching me to be sensitive to the other, to wild creatures. I just love that phrase, said that concept, sensitive sensitive to the other. Oftentimes, it's tempting to not be sensitive to the other, to be more attuned to our own needs and emotions, especially when you're like mad or unhappy about something, but sensitive to the needs of others. Oh, my God. I have another callback at the end of this that I'll talk about, too, related to that, being sensitive to the needs of others. Um, and he also talked about, he was in this kelp forest in South Africa, uh, an underwater kelp forest. And it's just a, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like at first I'm like, Oh God, there's kelp everywhere. It's really cold water. That's like crashing against the shore. Like this is a weird scene. I, I'm used to like, if you watch a nature documentary or if you go scuba diving, you typically are looking at, um, you know, like beautiful reefs, like the great barrier reef before that fell apart, I guess. And you know, like you just have this idea of this magical, colorful, 
gorgeous reef with crystal clear water somewhere in the Caribbean, maybe. And that's not what this was. This was like rough water and cold water, but it was also, it was incredible. It was beautiful. I had no idea how beautiful, sorry, a kelp like forest or whatever you call it, a kelp underwater forest could be. And then he talks about that, that, that kelp forest and he learns so much about it every day. He goes down like every fucking day for like two years or some shit. And he, he describes it as a giant, awake, underwater brain that's more intelligent than I am. It's been around for millions of years. It's like this collective intelligence when you you know factor in and look at the entire ecosystem together of the kelp and the, the fish and the octopus and the sharks and the mollusks. It's just this collective energy and all of these creatures have been adapting ways to defend themselves and to hunt and scavenge for food and, and sustenance. And it's, it's just crazy, man. It's like a crazy world. So I highly recommend that shit. Um, I decided cause I got a new job. I was like, all right, I'm going to get some like decent headphones. Plus my neighbors hate me. So I figure if I get decent headphones, I'll be more likely to wear them and less likely to annoy these beautiful women that live by me. <laughs> so I bought these AirPods. And then I was like, uh, just, I was like, oh, maybe I'll look up one of those unboxing videos to try to figure it out. So, uh, dude, they have fucking AirPod unboxing therapy videos, like that MSDR, whatever the, what is it? ASD? God damn it. You know what I'm talking about. You know what the fucking term is. Whatever that is, man. Like they have, and then I was like, wait, so you can just like, therapeutize yourself and calm yourself by opening a box and then i started like opening the box slowly and touching the paper like feeling it between my hands i wasn't high and just and then i think they're right like it is kind of therapeutic you're like whoa this is like it's a beautifully crafted structure that's like half the beauty of apple you know they're like but what if what if you made a computer that was fucking beautiful and you're like dude i'm fucking in to spend way more than i usually would because the paper is sick <laughs> You like my little cackle? I, I should probably work on that cackle. But hey, it is what it is. Um, oh, also another thing. See, I'm all these. I'm sharing all these cool things with you. AirPod unboxing therapy. My octopus teacher, and also I learned recently. Uh, a coworker and I figured this out. You can go on Spotify. I mean, if you already know this, then just fuck you, dude. But okay, I'm assuming you don't know. I don't know what you know. How would I know what someone listening knows? I'm sorry that I said fuck you, dude. That's not nice. I take back my fuck you do to the anonymous person who I'm speculating what their base of knowledge is. I should slow down. Um, <laughs> so, but, so you can go on Spotify, click that little green bar in the bottom. Although if you're listening to this in the future, maybe the technology has changed. Anyways, there's a feature called group session and you can send a link. You can just text a link to your friend to, to like any number of friends. I think it goes up to like five. They click on the link and now you're in this shared session. It doesn't matter where they live. You can live in San Francisco. You can live in New York City. You can live in Tokyo. And once you're in this shared session, each person in the session has control over the music, which is fucking cool. So if you're just doing it with one other person and they play a song and you're like, dude, this song is fucking whack, dude. You can just skip the song and then they can skip your song too. And then you just get in a massive fight about it over text. But, um, I mean, I'm joking. It's it's a great experience. It's a great time. And then I also did another session with my friend Leslie, and she has a much wider uh, range of Christmas music knowledge than I do. Like she was playing some dope fucking shit, dude. 
uh, a, bunch, a bunch of like jazzy, like Stevie Wonder stuff from back in the day, like a bunch of really good shit. And so, you know, if you pair up your music with your friend's music, you can both discover things that you didn't know by using that kind of collective underwater kelp forest intelligence. Did I just merge two stories into one? Am I the smartest man on the planet? Can somebody look into that? <laughs> oh, you know what I was going to do? I was thinking about this. Um, you know, I know it's been a tough year, but I, and I'm not, I don't want to get too like emotional, you know, at the end of it, but I just, I know it's been hard, but I just wanted to say that I, I just, I just realized how great I am. I'm just, really fucking great and i'm just so grateful for myself <laughs> that's it that was a joke like i just act like i'm so amazing to the point of tears it's like all right danny sometimes i feel like when i come up with like a, a contrived joke and then i try it out on people they're like hmm. but then at the end of that if i make fun of the contrived joke they're like nah we like that part better <laughs> okay okay so I skip that thing. Okay. 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 Does it, uh, I don't know. Uh, one, one little tiny story since technically it's story time, but it's Christmas day guys. Nobody wants to listen to Danny's bullshit stories on Christmas day. I do want to say they're related to music and like DJing dude. DJing is so fun. My brother, Ben Palmer, hilarious comedian did live in LA. Now he lives out in Colorado at his wedding at Yosemite. I DJed and it was so fucking fun. You know what the move was, dude? You got to listen to the the families, you know, like if the bride's mom wants you to play some like old school, like Elvis or like, what the fuck did she want to play? Maybe it's like Earth, Wind and Fire or something like that. Then you fucking put it on. Okay. Whatever the bride's mother wants you to play, you fucking play and you play it next motherfucker. But when she's not requesting things, you can play some great fucking shit. Like my, my best back to back. And I came up with this on the spot. I'm so proud of this. So Miley Cyrus, uh, Party in the USA, during that song, you know, she goes, and the Britney song was on, and the Britney song was on. Then after you play that song, then you go straight into Hit Me Baby One More Time, and everybody fucking loses it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Because Miley is planting the seed that, hey, there could be some Britney coming around the bend, and then when she does come around the bend, it's a fucking party, dude. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Spotify does this like year end thing when they tell you who your top artists were that you listen to. And apparently I am in the top 0.5% of SEAL listeners globally. I'm sorry if I said that before, but whatever. Joe Rogan repeats shit too. <laughs> Not that I'm Joe Rogan, but people repeat things. Okay. Relax. <laughs> but dude, the top 0.5% of listeners globally. I don't know if that's like an honor to see or if she just needs to like keep an eye on me. Um, Okay, that's that. Dun, 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 dun. Also, I don't I like air travel is fucking crazy, right? Like I was just I was texting with somebody about this. It's like it's just insane that an airplane can go from like New York to Seattle or like San Diego or San Francisco. <laughs> like just a preposterous a preposterous distance. And just land and everything's fine and nobody like freaks out and looks around and is like, "Oh my god." We just traversed a continent in six hours and it's chill. And that happens over and over every day, all day. Like I flew down to Houston three times in 2019. And I, you know, once I started figuring out like the flight schedules to go from New York to Houston, like there, there are a lot of planes during normal times that go from New York to Houston and back every single day. And it's like all those fucking plans. Take planes, take off, land, come back, da, 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 every day, every day, every day, every day. I mean, the, 
there are occasional, 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 occasional crashes. But the fact that that happens so often, so many times, and even if there's a bumpy ride or like, you know, occasionally a plane might spin off the <laughs> slide off the runway during, you know, a snowstorm, like for the great majority of times, planes land. And I think we should spend more time being grateful for that fact and appreciative and like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy. Like I read somewhere that there are so few plane crashes that statistically they can't even uh, use them to evaluate how to improve their operations um, or their risk, I don't know, variables, whatever the fuck, because there's just not enough data. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Pause for sip of gin and hold. Okay. We're going to keep this relatively short. It's fucking Christmas, Danny. Just go fucking chill out, bro. Um, a couple nice things I heard in the past week. Uh, where the fuck did I hear this? Oh, I know where I saw it. I read it on somebody's LinkedIn profile. It was like a salesperson on LinkedIn, and they were describing their approach to business. And she said that she always has a white belt mentality. I just really like that, like white belt and karate, you know, where you're like a beginner, you don't know what you're doing. If you have that white belt mentality all the time, like, okay, I'm a beginner, I'm here to learn, I'm here to absorb, I'm here to take in information and learn and grow and be humble and just try to get better incrementally, bit by bit, day by day. Like all of that can really be summed up in the term white belt mentality. I just love that. You know, it's nice. Um, and then I'm, I've been reading, rereading this essay by George Saunders. Shit, I forget what he does. But uh, he, he gave this uh, graduation commencement speech, and it's just incredible. And I, I highly recommend reading it. I think it's called Advice to Graduates. There's, it's online somewhere. Maybe I'll post the link in my uh, the fucking show notes. But he, uh, long story short, he says, what, he, what I regret most in my life are failures of kindness. And I just love that idea. Like the, the point of life, uh, as he sees it, is to just grow kinder over time and with age and as you grow. And he, he describes some poet that said, at, towards the end of this poet's life, was like, I am mostly kindness now. Like he's become that over time, just grown into some, someone that is kind. That, is, that, that isn't kind. That is kindness. Like ultimately, if you were kindness, what a beautiful being you would be, you know? So like, let's strive for that. And he gives advice to these college graduates. Um, and he's talking about that concept. And he goes, here's my advice to you regarding uh, becoming kindness. Hurry up, like skip to the part in the eight in your 80s when you when maybe you are mostly kindness and get to that point now, hurry up to become kindness kindness whatever hurry up to become kindness i just dude i fucking love that it's such a beautiful concept and i personally need to apply it in my life and i'm gonna try to okay i'm gonna fucking try i'm trying to be nice i like to be mean too just for jokey reasons but i should be more nice danny just be nice but i see i think you can do both i think you can bust balls to your friends and be kind you can do both simultaneously you can pull it off you just gotta be it's a needle to thread it's a goddamn needle to thread okay i'm gonna conclude this Christmas edition of the Danny Palmer show, the vainly titled show that I have here. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple of poems involving Christmas. They're, they're beautiful. And then I'm just going to end the podcast. That's it. So the first poem, um, it's called the meeting by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. 
He lived in the 19th century. He's an American writer. He's one of the few American writers who was honored in Poets Corner at Westminster Abbey. It's kind of cool. Um, his bust was installed there in 1884. And this poem is entitled The Meeting. After so long an absence, at last, we meet again. Does the meeting give us pleasure or does it give us pain? The tree of life has been shaken and but few of us linger now like the prophet's two or three berries in the top of the uppermost bough. We cordially greet each other in the old familiar tone and we think, though we do not say it, how old and gray he has grown. We speak of a merry Christmas and many a happy new year but each in his heart is thinking of those that are not here. We speak of friends and their fortunes and of what they did and said till the dead alone seem living and the living alone seem dead. And at last we hardly distinguish between the ghosts and the guests and a mist and shadow of sadness steals over our merriest jests. Okay. And to conclude, as I mentioned in the beginning of this fucking app kid, it's my homegirl, Emily Dickinson. Um, oh my God. She has this one poem, tell the truth, but tell it slant. It's fucking killer. And apparently I didn't know this till now, but she was the subject of a recent Apple TV show called Dickinson and Haley Steinfeld plays her. Um, so that's pretty cool. But this is a short poem that she has. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. You'll figure it out. And that will be the ending of this episode of the Danny Palmer show. Trying something new. It's fun. I love poetry. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Blah, blah, fucking blah. Is it we even, should I even say that shit? Does anybody listen to my podcast for like, like trivial greetings for the season, dude? Danny, just do the fucking podcast, dude. Okay. Thank you for listening. And um, this is Emily Dickinson's poem, Before the Ice is in the Pools. Before the ice is in the pools, before the skaters go, or any check at nightfall is tarnished by the snow, before the fields have finished, before the Christmas tree, wonder upon wonder will arrive to me.